Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. What's up, everybody? This is Trey Biddy with hogsports.com coming to you from Donald W. Reynolds Razorback Stadium. On the other side, give you a different look after Arkansas's 45-10 win over the Georgia Southern Eagles. A program with a lot of tradition, a lot of history, albeit most of it on the FCS level, still six national championships, mostly in the 80s and 90s. They've won at least nine games in six of the last 11 seasons. So this is a group that's used to winning and comes from an area that I'm very familiar with in South Georgia, a lot of tough guys over there. But tell me you can manufacture momentum. Tell me you can recreate the energy and enthusiasm that you had last weekend. You just can't. There's no way to replicate 76,000 people in here going completely nuts. But what you can do is come in and take care of business. And in the four years that Sam Pittman left Arkansas from when he went his offensive line coach, went to Georgia and came back, five different times Arkansas lost a group of five opponents. Five times. Not just playing bad, not just failing to get up for it, because they did some of that too, but lost five times to those kind of programs. And, you know, for this one, sure, there were some things that weren't great. It didn't feel like the greatest start ever, even though it was 40, uh, 24 to 10 at halftime. Didn't feel like the greatest start ever. Felt like KJ missed some throws and was inaccurate. And, you know, those things, uh, nine penalties for 93 yards, that's just too many. But what you did get out of this game is the defense coming and taking a very businesslike approach, the offense getting things going. And, I think we have a, like a sense about, you know, these games against these kinds of opponents and where it should be 42 to nothing after the first quarter, which it's hard to score six touchdowns on three possessions. They had 14 points. It was 14 nothing after the first quarter. So that's pretty good. But, you know, I think people just expect you to come out and just march on teams and just, you know, destroy them, you know, and that would be great and fine and everything. But Arkansas did kind of pretty much do that. It just happened over a longer period of time, you know, K.J. Jefferson had 366 passing yards. And I'll say this, you know, like Felipe Franks, who's on the Atlanta Falcons active roster right now, on the Atlanta Falcons active roster, never threw for 366 yards. Not in any of his seasons, whether it was Arkansas or Florida. And K.J. did this. This was K.J.'s fifth start all time, third start since being the guy to start the season. So... 366 passing yards, three touchdowns. And I know 91 of them was, you know, basically all Traylon Burks. All he had to do was throw the ball and Traylon Burks did the rest were 91 yards rushing basically. But, uh, you know, Felipe Franks, he was able to throw to Traylon Burks too. So kudos to KJ. I think that uh, I saw a lot of people just like kind of clamoring for Malik Hornsby to get in there. And I just think people are expecting you know, I don't know. I don't know what they're expecting, but uh, KJ still played a pretty good game overall. And Sam Pittman even said as much also, you know, every time KJ incompletes a pass, it's like the end of the world, you know. And that's that's just kind of how football is. That's what makes it fun. That's what, like, my mom used to get upset with me. She'd be like, Trey, calm down. Why are you getting so worked up? It's just a game. That's how I want it to be. I want to live and die on every play. I want to drop to my knees 
and frustration and then jump in the air on the next play out of celebration, you know? So that's just what makes football great. Look at this view right here, guys. That's for you, Josh Pate. By the way, kudos to Danny West, correctly predicting the score. 45-10, nailed it. I had 45-14, it was pretty good, but Danny nailed it. Good job, Danny. So defense today, exceptional on what, 62 of 63 plays. The only play they had that uh, 76 yard, that guy was fast, that Tomlin kid was fast. He was moving. But that's what, you know, that's what gets you with option football. It's just, it's so much about assignments, knowing which guy to hit, which gap you have, all those kinds of things. And if you miss something, then a guy can house it on you. Before that run, they had like four yards rushing. <laughs> I mean, before that run, they had four yards rushing and limited to 233 yards overall. Arkansas had 633 yards. Maybe somebody should look this up, but when's the last time Arkansas had 400 more total yards than their opponents? I can't remember when that's happened. So there are like a lot of things about this game that like, you know, like, wow, those are, that's an impressive number. They finally took the lid off Traylon Burks. About time for that. What, three catches, 127 yards. Warren Thompson had a 60-yard touchdown. I believe Devion Warren had a jet sweep pass that also ended up being a big play for him. So there were some plenty, plenty of positives. I think for the most part, you might've come out healthy. I think Dominic Johnson just had the wind knocked out of him. I know, here's the joke, I'm about to lose my wind too. You come up with this backpack with 20 pounds strapped onto your back and talk <laughs> and not breathe. Climb these steps and walk uphill the whole way. Isn't that nice looking? There's nothing like this stadium at night. Lights just pop. It's a pretty venue to watch a football game. We're lucky to have it, I know that. So, 633 total yards. Arkansas is 3-0. I mean, when's the last time that happened? 2016. 2016, the year they beat TCU in overtime. I think beat Texas State. And then they ran into Texas A&M. Texas A&M team that beat Arkansas like 42-24 to 24 or something. What I can remember about that game, first game without Sam Pittman against an SEC opponent, and Arkansas moved the ball all the way down the field and got up to the goal line and couldn't punch it in. Because Texas A&M beat Arkansas up front. And that was a chance to, I believe, take the lead. And they didn't. And the next play, two plays later, I think it was like a 92-yard touchdown pass and the game just broke wide open from there. So this is a big one. You talk about a game you can get up for. We can get up for this one. Texas A&M and Arlington next week. I'll be there. Will you be there? Should be the best environment for an Arkansas game since Texas. <laughs> it, should be, it should be really exciting, but I'm thinking maybe the best Arkansas game in Arlington since maybe like Bobby Petrino was there because it's kind of dwindled down year by year. You see uh, fewer fans, maybe an 11 o'clock kickoff. People don't care so much. No, this one's 2.30 CBS. Two ranked teams. Arkansas is going to be in the teens next week. Texas A&M is going to be somewhere in the top 10. I think they're seventh. So they may end up being, you know, as high as fifth. Who knows? But Arkansas, I think there may be Virginia Tech loss. I'm not sure what the other scores. I kind of avoid scores so I can go back and watch football games tonight. But uh, I know I'm watching that Auburn-Penn State game. What's up, fellas? Yeah. See you, Trey. See ya. So it's going to be two ranked opponents. 
in Arlington, Texas versus Texas A&M. Texas A&M's beat Arkansas how many times? Is it nine times or 10 times? I can't even remember. And so many close games. I mean, it's not like it's just been routes. There's been a lot of close games in this series. Texas A&M is out without uh, Haynes King. Obviously, Kellen Mond uh, was drafted last year after being there for forever. He felt like a super senior, COVID senior. But uh, Kellen Mond was there forever. Haynes King, who's a really good runner, uh, has a broken tibia, so he's going to miss this one. He's the guy that Arkansas really recruited. Um, and then the uh, Cal's – got to get this guy's name right before next week, but Zach is his first name. But he was uh, – you know, he threw pretty well today. He had three touchdown passes, so it feels like they're kind of starting to get him going. I know Texas A&M is going to have athletes. They just always do. I mean, they just do. So, anyway, everybody take it easy on KJ. I don't know why people are so, like, expecting him just to – go insane on the stat column right out of the gate in the first quarter or expecting Arkansas just to go crazy. And even Sam Pittman was frustrated at halftime and it was 24-10. But that's what I like about it, okay? No, you can't manufacture that momentum. No, you can't reach the level of intensity that you had before. But you can appreciate that and still come out and whip somebody. Because again, how many times we've seen a team come out like Arkansas come out and not play up to that expectation. How many times do we see it across the country? Uh, Florida State, Jacksonville State. I mean, how many times do we see that happen where teams have no business whatsoever beating the team they're playing in their own venue and do it? It happens. But those days are done here, guys. It's over. It's not happening anymore. Thank the Lord for that. Here's a look outside the stadium. Hope you all appreciate my looks outside the stadium and inside the stadium. Anyway, no, you can't manufacture that. I can't possibly do as well on the walk and talk as I did last time. Although I may get done with this and you guys say this is the best one I've done, I don't know. But uh, I didn't think that the one I did last week was that great when I got done with it and everybody says it was the best one I ever did. Sam Pittman said he didn't watch it. But he asked me if I'd done it yet after the press conference. I said, no, it's a, it, it takes a little while before I get to get to do the walk and talk. Got to get things gathered up. Anyway, nice win for Arkansas, 45-10. They're going to move up in the polls. 633 offensive yards, 62 great plays by the Razorback defense, one bad play. There wasn't any turnovers or anything either. I mean, if there had been some turnovers and stuff, Arkansas might have put up, you know, 50, 60 even, just depending. You know, you get a couple of big plays by the defense, uh, you know, or special teams or something. Special teams, by the way, was good today. Good punting, really by both teams, but good punting, made their only field goal attempt. And I didn't see any problem with special teams. What I did see, the, pro the one problem that you say, yes, nine penalties, 93 yards. That's a lot of penalty yards also for nine penalties it's because you get, you know, personal fouls. They got to get Trey Smith and <laughs> uh, Trey Williams in order because it's three personal foul penalties in two games. And really, there was one they missed where they could have had one. Glad that guy had his uh, glass packs on because I wouldn't have known he's coming. All right, I'm not going to get past here anytime soon, but I want to thank everybody for joining me. There's a lot of cars coming by. I want to thank everybody for joining me. And next time we'll see you, I guess it'll be Monday. We'll do the Hog Sports Live show, and then we'll have the Thursday primer. And then I'll see you guys in Arlington. All right, everybody. This has been Trey Biddy with hogsports.com. Appreciate you guys watching the walk and talk.
We'll catch you next time. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.